0: All right, before we get into this episode, let's thank our sponsor, the amazing Four Sigmatic. So I have been using Four Sigmatic mushroom coffee and a bunch of their different products for a very long time now. You could say that I am a super fan of Four Sigmatic. We've had their founder, Taro, on the podcast, episode 85, if you're interested in listening and learning more. And you should know before we get into details that you can use the code BLONDE for 15% off of all Four Sigmatic products. And you can also go to com slash blonde to shop my favorites from chaga to mushroom hot cacao, which is basically a delicious hot chocolate to the original OG mushroom coffee that got me off of cold brew, the cold brew coffee addiction that I had that wasn't really serving my hormones very well, but chaga and mushroom coffee definitely make my body happy, make my hormones and my adrenals happy. They still give me such alertness and energy and they taste delicious. I love to make different elixirs with all different Four Sigmatic products and either almond milk or coconut milk or sometimes just hot water, depending on what I am feeling that morning. I love to use coconut butter for a little vegan bulletproof style morning drink sometimes. I also love their mushroom matcha. So whether you're a matcha person, a coffee person, a mocha person, or you're interested in trying different adaptogens like lion's mane, cordyceps, chaga, and more, You have a lot to learn and a lot to try with Four Sigmatic. So it's hard for me to even say what my favorites are anymore because I've changed so much. Um, Currently, I love their 10 Mushroom Blend, which blends together a bunch of different adaptogenic mushrooms and herbs that are also really good for a lot of the health issues that I'm dealing with right now because of Lyme disease from fatigue to joint pain, etc. There's so many different kinds of mushrooms in there. The mushroom kingdom is huge. So don't think of shiitake mushrooms like you would have in some kind of stir fry. Think of adaptogens that work with your body to make you feel amazing and bring you back to homeostasis. So I'm such a huge fan of everything Four Sigmatic's doing. They're such kind people all of their products are vegan, Whole30, non gmo organic, all the things that make them TBB approved. You can find certain caffeine-free caffeine-free products. Some of them have caffeine if you prefer caffeine. So go to foursigmatic.com slash blonde. Use that code blonde, shop around. Let me know what you get. Tag me on Instagram. I can't wait to see. Now let's get into this episode. Thanks so much, Four Sigmatic. Hello and welcome to the Balance Bond podcast, Soul on Fire. You are listening to one of our best of the show episodes today, meaning that I am taking a brief hiatus from the show for the first time since starting it three years ago to focus on my health and focus on my wedding and just really enjoy this season of life and I hope that it inspires you to put yourself first in your own life. We have nothing without our health and I have not had my health for the last couple of years. So I am striving to get back to a healthy state in my body, in my mind. And I am so over the moon to share everything that that brings. So I hope that you enjoy our eight best of the show episodes, which are some of my favorite episodes from the show over the last couple of years and also many of your favorites. So today you'll be listening to one of those and I cannot wait to see how it serves you and how it inspires you. And if you've heard it before, then perhaps this time it will teach you something new. And maybe you've never heard it before, and today's the perfect day for you to listen to it. So, whether it's the first option or the second option or something else, I know that you're here for a reason and sit back, relax, and enjoy. I'm so excited to come back and host new episodes and connect with you guys. But until then, please enjoy these episodes. If the podcast inspires you, I would love and be so honored. For you to leave a rating and review on iTunes and send me a screenshot to Jordan at the and I will send you a free gift as a thank you and thank you personally and chat with you. And I'm just so grateful for everyone listening. Also, we have a Facebook group, the Soul on Fire Podcast Tribe on Facebook. Please join us there to keep the conversation going and enjoy live a soul on fire life. And if you're healthy, enjoy your health. I'm so eager to get back to that. And if you are also struggling with chronic illness, just know that you're not alone. We have a lot of episodes on this show pertaining to chronic illness. So give those a listen if you're interested and enjoy. We will head into the episode now. All right. Claire, I'm so, so, so glad that you're here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. It's so exciting to meet you in real life and have you sitting right in front of me. Uh -uh. You're so (laughs) beautiful and you just glow from the inside out. Thank you. It's so amazing to see. And you're only 21 years old, which blows my mind. We were just talking about this before we started recording that people are just waking up to their conscious selves younger and younger and younger. And you are just living this incredible life Mm. and you're 21, which some people listening, you'll be their age. You'll be younger than them, older than them. Age is just a number, but it's such a cool thing to see. And yeah say hi to our community and just who you are tell us a little bit about you hi guys
1: thank you so much for having me here Jordan um it's such an honor to be here in your home and your space in your beautiful presence also to meet your cat he's an angel he loves um you. yeah I feel like I have been on an inward journey for the last three years Growing up, like I always felt different than the other kids. And I was always just like dreaming in class or drawing and like off in my own world. And I never understood why people would want to fall into the system or like go to college or get a job. Um, Not saying any of that is wrong, but I just knew that was never my path. And so I've just been trusting that little voice inside of me that told me to live differently from the time I was like 18 And it's led me on a wild journey of synchronicities and just miracles that I never thought were possible just by following those little
0: dreams. So that is so amazing. To be able to follow your intuition like that is just such a blessing. And I think that's what everybody's striving to do. But sometimes it's really hard to actually do that and listen to what's going on inside. How have you found that to be possible for you?
1: So I think when I was like about 17 years old, I just had the realization really strong that if I follow what makes me happy, I'll be happy. Like it seemed like a pretty simple math equation for me. I was like, I don't want to get a business degree. Like I don't see myself working in an office. Like I want to travel. I want to create beautiful art that evokes emotions in people. Like I want to inspire people. And so I just started following that happiness. And I think your life is composed of a million tiny steps. And so it's just like taking one step in alignment with your truth and with what you love doing. And I think that first step for me was starting my Instagram account. Like Fresh and I just started sharing my thoughts, and my passions, and my ideas, and that was so scary because I was still in high school at the time. And so like I didn't want people to find out about it. Like I totally kept it a secret and like pretended like that wasn't my account. Cause I was just like, ah, that's still so scared funny. of the judgment of others. Were there pictures of you? Mm-hmm. And so did people find it? Eventually people did. Yeah. But at that point, I felt like it was already like picking up momentum and Mm -hmm. I was already getting messages from people that I was inspiring them. So I was like, whoa, this is super powerful. And I just decided to stick with it. But I think that was one of the hardest things I've had to do. And then also, yeah, leaving home at 18 with like absolutely no plan and just coming to Los Angeles and trusting and that little whisper that told me to take off and just spread my wings has freed life into like the most insane magic I've ever witnessed.
0: Absolutely. So tell us the story. You just told me the story before we started recording of leaving home at 18. And yeah, that the way you did it is so inspiring. I don't know anyone else who's done exactly what you have done.
1: Oh, thank you. So... I had a beautiful friend, Mel, who was like my first friend in that like vegan wellness online community and um, met her through Instagram. And she was going to Los Angeles uh, in July just for a week. And I knew there were a lot of other like-minded people out in LA and just so many opportunities and so many creatives. sounds I was like, I want to go to LA. Like it's my dream to go to Los Angeles. And my dad just had such a negative perception of this place and that it was materialistic and that I would like lose myself in all this stuff. and he was very unsupportive of my decision to leave. Um, but I've always been incredibly stubborn my whole life. and so when I make a decision to do something, I'm gonna do it no matter the cost. Um, and so he had a business trip coming up and I planned it so that I left. When he was gone, and I wrote him a note on the fridge and just said, I love you, but I need some time away to like figure out who I am. And my mom, who's an absolute angel, who's just like been this wisdom source of light my whole life, like she's always encouraged me to believe in my dreams and like follow my passions. And she was like, I believe in you, and I know that your intuition is never wrong. So I'll like drive you to the Greyhound bus station. So she drove me to the Graham bus station. I took a uh, like 23 hour bus ride to California, stopped in Vegas, like the sketchiest places. But I was so happy. Like I felt so liberated and free because I felt like I was kind of faced with two decisions. It was like stay at home and just play it safe and just do that, or I take a risk and. See what happens. But the other situation, I knew what would happen. And the uncertainty to me was so exciting. Like, it didn't spark fear in me. It was more just excitement of like, anything could happen, like anything. So I'm just going to go for it and do it. And yeah, I met the most beautiful community of people out here and was just basically living out of a backpack for like six months. And a lot of times I wouldn't know like where I was sleeping that night. And like, a random waitress in a cafe would be like, oh, I live in this Airbnb, like you can come stay with me Wow. some nights. I would like be calling my mom in cafes. Like I have nowhere to sleep tonight. Like was living off like $200 a month from YouTube. And so I definitely think it's easy to like look at where someone is right now and compare your current state to theirs. But so much came from this decision and like it does take a lot of hard work to commit to your dreams, but there's nothing more fulfilling than creating
0: your own path. So, wow, you're yeah. so brave to come here at 18 with like a couple hundred dollars to your name, nowhere to sleep, and just figure it out. Thank you. That is so brave. <laughs> Thank you. So, I have a lot of angels yes. <laughs> on my side. Yes. Clearly In many different form. And you are such an angel yourself. Um, so, how did you, how did things start turning around? When did you start finding more abundance for yourself? So, I
1: was kind of working myself to the bone with YouTube because right when I started on social media, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know about brands. I didn't know about like how to really make an income or support myself. And so I was just making money from Google AdSense and it's pretty low. It's like a dollar per thousand views. So even if you're getting like 200,000 views, it's like $200. So even though I was getting like a fair amount of exposure, I wasn't making that much from YouTube. And then I was vlogging really frequently. And for anyone who is in the YouTube space, like, Making videos is a lot of work. And so I would like film all day and stay up all night. And I was getting like a few hours of sleep at night. I didn't feel my best. And then I felt like I was like sharing a lesser version of myself yes, online. Yes. So it was just like this downward spiral. And then one day, um, my laptop actually broke. So one of my friends was over and there was like a mason jar of water on the floor. And my ankle or his ankle hit it and went all over my laptop and like oh. broke my laptop. So I was like, that was my main source of income. But for some reason, when that happened, I just felt this wave of peace like envelop my entire being, and something just told me like, this is so perfect, like this is so divine, like this is supposed to be happening. Even wow. though in that moment, in my reality, like part of me was freaking out, like, what am I gonna do? Like, I have to make rent next week. Like, I don't have hardly any money right now. Like, I think I had like four hundred dollars, and rent was like eighteen hundred or something. I was just like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I had some sponsorships lined up for videos that I was going to be posting an hour. Like I couldn't edit them. Um, but I just dropped my laptop off at Best Buy. They said they couldn't get it back to me for a few months. And so for the first time, like my life was just put on pause because I didn't have anything to work with. Right. And so I just was still for the first time in a while And around this time, I started meeting like really beautiful souls because my head wasn't so buried in social media and like in that online world. I started like looking at the world differently and seeing it with clear eyes. And I began getting like really strong visions in my dreams at night because I just wasn't spending as much time online absorbing that collective source of unconsciousness. I was just like tuned in more to my own field. And I started seeing visions of, like, this moon goddess and the stars um, with, like, wild curly hair and just, like, so powerful and divine. And she told me to, like, paint her. And I had never really painted in my life. Like, when I was a kid, of course, I, like, messed around and painted in art class but never actually, like, painted something that was beautiful um, in my perception at least. And she just kept telling me, like, please, like, you need to paint me. And one day I just surrendered and I went out to the art store, biked out there, didn't have a car. So like rode my bike out there and I bought like every color of paint. I was like, I'm just going to go all out on this. I Dropped almost like three over $300 on paint supplies, which is almost like all my money. And then I stayed up all night just like painting. And I literally felt like I lost track of time. Like it wasn't even me painting her. Like I was being channeled by something because I was up until like eight in the morning. Like I painted it all in a single night. And then I like fell asleep on the ground. And when I woke up in the morning, I like looked at what was before me. And I felt like I was seeing myself for the first time as like who I actually am, just like so strong and embodied and beautiful and relaxed and peaceful and just like a woman who knows who she is. And i just like, holy shit, like what do I even do with this? Like I've just painted this for the first time and it's so beautiful. And I kind of like meditated on it for a while and I realized I should just skip Prince made just to see what the prints would look like. I wasn't sure if I wanted to sell it because it was something that was so raw to me. And I biked out to the Blick Art Store and got prints made and picked them up later that day with my friend, Allie Michelle. Actually, she like waited in the car I went in to get the prints and they set them on the counter. And there was this woman like kind of bent over the counter writing on something. And when I went to grab my prints, she looked at them and she would just like started shaking. And she was like, oh my God, oh my God, that's me. Like I've seen this woman in my dreams. What? And I like started getting full body chills. I was like, what are you saying? And she was like, this is literally who I see myself as. Like, I feel like you've painted myself. Wow. And I was like, you don't know like what this means. Like this is the confirmation and the sign that I needed. I was like, I want to give you a print. Like, can I just give you a print? And she just like broke down in tears. I was just like holding this stranger in this print shop. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, what is this? And I came out to the car and Allie was like, what happened in there? Like, I just got full body chills. And I told her and she's like, oh my gosh, you need to like sell prints of this. I was like, I know. So I sold prints um, of the painting and my amazing YouTube community supported me. And just like, I think the story resonated so deeply with people because it reminded people of the power of creativity and the power of flow and just synchronicities. And that was like when everything started shifting for me. A month after that, I decided to move to Hawaii um, with what I had saved up and just like started a new life out there. And it was just like, that was such a pivotal point in my life. And it all started from spilling water on my laptop.
0: So. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I'm speechless at that story. It's, it really goes to show that that gut instinct that we get, like the one that you got when water was spilled on your laptop, that everything mm-hmm. was going to be okay is always true and, 100%. and everything's always going to be okay 100%. as long as we go with the flow, but I'm just so struck by your story because imagine so many of us, if that happened, would be so upset, so shattered by our laptop not working, people would do all sorts of things they would move mm-hmm. home they would i don't know what I would do, I would just be like shit yeah, but you were in alignment with your highest self and look what happened. I think
1: she just like fully stepped into my body in that moment. And I do believe so strongly that everything is happening for us. And Mm -hmm. if you commit to the path of growth and the path of your soul, like things don't really get easier, Um, but you become a lot stronger and you become stronger through experiences that like shatter your external walls. So you attract Those moments that are painful but then they give you so much strength and power and like self-knowledge like you won't really ever know yourself until you go through something and you make it through the other side you're like whoa and then that gives you so much self-confidence like we would never
0: grow if you're always comfortable so true it's so true I remind myself of that all the time going through everything hard I Mm -hmm. mean definitely like I'm in some kind of rock bottom for myself right now with my health and everything else. And I just remind myself, this is happening for me. This is not happening to me. And the beauty that's coming from all of this is so huge. Mm -hmm. So I just try to remain grateful. And when I do, good things
1: happen and I stay in the flow. One of my friends once told me, this metaphor of like an arrow being pulled back and like the further the arrow is pulled back, like the further you go into that pain and that suffering and like whatever you're going through and the more you just surrender to it, like the further you'll be launched forward. And I believe that so strongly, like the most powerful influential people in today's world have been through the most. So yeah, just always keep that in the back of your mind when you're like looking up to someone.
0: That's so true. Mm -hmm. So, so, so true. So then you moved to Kauai, which is an actual dream. Oh
1: my gosh. It's actually like Avatar land. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. And what did you do
0: while you were out there? Like work-wise, were you still
1: YouTubing? (laughs) Work-wise, my main like thing I was doing was uh, Lightroom presets because I got super into photography when I was living in Kauai. And so I made a preset collection. And you can actually purchase them on my website. They're like that's my was my main source of income when I was in
0: Kwai. They're so beautiful. Thank you so I much. I purchased your presets Aww. when I was in Bali. Thank I was you. like, her photos are perfect. I need Aww. I need to do something. <laughs> I need these. Thank, they're so awesome. Thank you. I love
1: like muted tones and photos because for me, I feel like so many photos nowadays are like so oversaturated and so loud. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. to me, if a moment is really powerful. It'll be like subtle. Like you don't have to oversaturate the colors. That's why I also love black and white photography because I think it's like evokes so much emotion. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I made my presets and I kind of like stepped far away from social media when I went to Kwai and just immersed myself so deeply in nature. I think as a species, you've become so detached from our origins and like the power of truly spending time in untouched places where like the only energy that surrounds you is pure and not tampered with by mankind. It's like I think of cities as a reflection of man thought man's thoughts. Like everything in cities, the buildings, the cars, it's all creations of man. And nature is God's like purest creation. And so I just Fell so in love with the simplicity of the lifestyle there and just waking up and getting to go for a run and then like make a homemade meal and then go to the beach and just sit alone, like leave my phone at home. There would be weeks that would go by where I wouldn't even like really do anything online because I just wanted to like be so fully present. And I think technology is such a powerful way to transmute energy and information when used with intention, but a lot of people use it as an escape from their current reality or like if an emotion comes up they don't want to deal with they'll just like slide open their phone and then they're immediately distracted and so I really like became aware of how I was using technology as a distraction and just how to use it with more intention um so yeah that was a big powerful
0: thing to learn I feel like places like Kauai are teachers in Mm -hmm. that way because they remind us what truly matters what truly what it means to be a human Mm -hmm. and what it means to be a human is not what we've been told and what we think it is and distracting ourselves and numbing ourselves. It's, it's so true. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing that you got the chance to, to go. Well, not, I don't want to say got the chance because you created for yourself the life to go get that lesson, live in Kauai At such a young age, and you can bring that with you into the rest of your life.
1: It gave me so much confidence, I think, because Hawaii had always been a dream for me from the time I was like a little kid. Like, I used to go on Pinterest a lot as a kid because I wasn't allowed to have like Facebook or Instagram or anything. And so I would go on Pinterest and just pin dream boards and. Then I would like pin all of the photos around my room and like print them off on my printer. And I just had photos of Hawaii everywhere. And I was like, one day I'll live on an island. And so I just witnessing that dream come true kind of showed me that I can have anything that I pour my energy into. And so it's like, oh, what's the next? Like, yeah. Yeah. And that's why I left because I love that place so much. It's so sacred. It will always be home to me and I want to have it still as a place to go back and I was talking to you about this earlier. I'm planning on like getting a home out there later this year with a bunch of my friends so we can just have that space to kind of restore our energy and revitalize and then come back to LA. But right now LA feels so good because it's such a creative powerhouse. And in Kauai, the energy is so yin and so feminine that you just want to be, which is so beautiful. For right now, I feel like I'm in a stage where I'm like, I want to make shit happen. Right, right. So. It's so yes. nice to
0: be able to bounce between the mm-hmm. two and do both because we are both. Mm-hmm. I think Kauai and LA are the perfect trade-offs of each other. Like to be able to hop back and forth is so perfect. It's so perfect. Yeah. So and then, such a short flight. Yes. So tell us what brought you back to LA. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So I... um
1: I was, I actually got to leave Kauai like in the beginning of the year. Like I just started feeling like my, I started to feel like my energy was stagnating there and I had kind of like grown as much as I could there in that period of time. And it was time for me to try something new. So I flew to New Zealand actually in like February in New Zealand. I don't know if you've ever been. I haven't. Okay. You have to go like such a beautiful place. I definitely want to go back there. If anyone here is from, New Zealand and yeah, listening to us. this like uh you guys are so sweet like the people of New Zealand are so open-hearted and kind and just loving like and down for whatever um and it has super similar energy to Kauai because New Zealand and Hawaii actually used to be connected like on the same continent um oh, so yeah. I spent some time out there and then I kind of felt this like pull back to Kauai and it hit me super strong. I was like in a cafe, and this like Jack Johnson song came on, and it love was the him. song "Home." Mm-hmm. I was like, "I gotta get home." There's a garden to tend, I and I was like, my heart, and I started crying. And I, I cry a lot because I'm a Pisces, so I was like crying, and I flew back home, and then three days later. I had the biggest flood that they've had in like a yes, hundred years. yeah. that was terrifying. And that was so intense to witness just like the power of mother nature and how we are like truly powerless when she comes full force. Like as humans, I think we like to think that we know things and we like to like construct walls around our lives, but it was so powerful to witness just everyone's walls be shattered and like everyone's plans be shattered and people... We're kind of forced to connect again and come together again. And um, it was actually really beautiful in a way because North Shore, where I was living, was completely shut down due to the flood from tourists. So the island there had a chance to like recover and breathe again. And so for like nine months, there were no tourists allowed back there and people would be out like riding on their bikes and little kids would be running through the streets because there were no cars so So it's like I feel like the island went back like a hundred years and I got to like be part of that which was such an honor and like I'm so happy I was there to witness that I've always like in a way loved natural disasters since I've been a child I've always been fascinated with like tornado chasers and like floods and I don't know there's something so powerful about it and no lives were taken at all during that flood it was just like feel like the island was just trying to bring some of her energy back Mm -hmm. to herself after having so much taken Um, and then I was there and I went hiking one day and I took like some mushrooms am I allowed to say that
0: yeah we can totally talk about (laughs) plant medicine that cool that'll be our next topic because I'm I'm Ah! obsessed with it Um, too
1: cool so I took some mushrooms and this may sound so crazy But not not um, (laughs) to our people, not to our
0: listeners.
1: Well, I was hiking up above this like beautiful Ridge Valley and the spirit of Jesus came down to me, like as real as you are sitting in front of me right now. And he just said to me, you need to go to Los Angeles as soon as possible. Like there's something there for you. I was like, what? Like Los Angeles? Like I was almost mad because I had become so used to just the simplicity of nature and like definitely was very comfortable and quiet and i was like being forced into an area of a lot of uncomfortability um but i just realized that was such a powerful sign i couldn't ignore it so i ended my lease and packed up and flew to la like 2 days later and just got an Airbnb. And when I walked into my Airbnb, I arrived at like two AM and there was just a box of kittens like <gasps> on the inside. Oh. I was renting out just like a room in someone's house. Uh-huh. And his cat had just had kittens. And they were baby Himalayan Cutest kittens. Cutest. So they all ever. just had like bright blue eyes and like this long white fur. And I was just like, Oh my gosh. And his <laughs> massive heavy. cat person. Like Me too. I will choose cats over dogs any day. Um, so that just made me so happy and that was confirmation. I was like, okay, yeah, that's this a is sign. a good sign. Like mm-hmm. this is the first interaction I'm having in LA is with a box full of warm, soft kittens. <sighs> um, and then I found a book in the Airbnb like a few days later, that was the medical medium. And he just talked about the power of celery juice and like juicing celery on healing your gut because my gut has had a wild ride over the course of the past two years and like, it's still healing today. My digestion is so sensitive. So I'm yeah, always looking for things to like heal that. And I was like, oh, this sounds interesting. Like super simple, just celery juice. I'll try it out. And so I went to Whole Foods and bought a bunch of celery and then three people walked up and it was two guys and a girl and the girl like recognized me from social media and she sat down and started talking to me and one of the guys she was with, Ricky, I felt like such a deep connection to right away. Like we just made eye contact and it was like, whew, like I just felt this energetic pulse almost between us. And there was such a deep sense of familiarity in his eyes and he had a nose ring, which I noticed because I was like, oh, that's so attractive. Like when guys have nose piercings, I think it's so hot because um, I had a nose piercing And he was buying rosé at Whole Foods and I was buying celery. And he invited me over to his house for a bonfire that evening. And I got there and everyone was like soul gazing and just like was so cool and laid back. I was like, these are my people for sure. Um, And then we all went on a hike the next day. He was like, I really want to take you on a hike. And you know how we were just talking about this, but a lot of times things sound so good in the moment and you'll like commit to them because you're like, yes. Oh, this sounds so fun. But when it actually comes around to it, you don't really feel like doing it. But this hike was such a different story. Like we all committed to go on this hike and all of us showed up like on time for the hike. And so that amazing. like, it's pretty rare. Yes. Like even for me, I'm always on Hawaii time. I like showed up today at half an hour. late. <laughs> I'm always just like, Oh, there's time. And then I'm like, but there wasn't time, but we were all on time for yeah. this hike. And we It was Malibu Creek, actually. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. And we hiked up to this like waterfall that's like off the trail. It's like kind of an adventure, but we made it. And I just have become very used to being naked in Hawaii and just like swimming naked and being in nature naked because it's such a isolated place. Like there aren't that many people out there. And so I just like stripped down and jumped in the water and like Tariki that like wasn't normal, but he was like, Whoa, that's so attractive that she just did that. Mm -hmm. And then we were just all sitting on the rocks, like meditating. And it was just so beautiful. Like I just felt so at home in his presence. And on the car ride back, he like had his hand out the window and I had my hand out the window. And he would kind of like graze over my fingers with his hand. And just that tiny little like intimate gesture was so powerful because I don't know, people don't do that stuff anymore. So it was like he cared. Mm And I knew that he cared because he was doing little things that really mattered. And, um, yeah, we ended up moving in together like two days later because both of us at that time were in a transitory period. Like he had just moved out of his apartment in West Hollywood and I had just moved to LA. And so we were like, there's this insanely powerful connection between us. Like, let's just see what this is and follow it. And, I'm very spontaneous and so is he. So we were just like, yeah. Like it didn't even feel that crazy. Like yeah. there was such a sense of effortlessness and ease in falling for each other. Like there was no games. There was no guessing. There was no like, oh, like, does he like me? Like, I don't know. Like he made it so clear. Like, I'm pretty sure he told me he loved me on like day three. Um,
0: Love.
1: Yeah. And did you like, say it back? Yeah, I did. And when he told me like a tear fell from his eyes. And he was just like staring at me <sighs> one night, and I was like, <sighs> "Like whenever guys cry, if any guys listening to this, like that is such a turn off. It is. <laughs> like if you can cry in front of me, just like lay me out it's on the bed, the like, best. Please. I know.
0: Well, um, just like being vulnerable, yeah, showing that vulnerability. That's the is core of so what it is. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. So attractive. I'm um,
1: very emotional. So like whenever me I see a guy, that, a guy that's being emotional, I'm like.
0: Yeah, yes. like, <laughs> like yes. go deep with me, A hundred
1: percent. And earlier that year, I had just gone through kind of a gnarly heartbreak. And after recovering from that, I was in such a place of just stability with my solitude. And I genuinely loved being alone. Like, I felt like on a core level, I was like, I don't need anyone. And I, like, truly believed that. And I think that's why I found him like love finds you when you stop looking for it. It does. Yeah. I know you shared about that as well. And I resisted it for sure at first because I think my mind was like, this can't be right. Like you just met this guy. Like you don't know him. Like you're supposed to be alone. Like this is your plan to be alone and like be a boss ass independent bitch. And now like this guy just shows up at Whole Foods and... You're in love with him? Like, really? <laughs> totally. I was like, I am. Like, I've never felt this safe in anyone's arms. Like, I've never just laid next to someone in bed and, like, have my body literally, like, melt into him. Like, <sighs> we trip out about it. Like, I feel like we're puzzle pieces. Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. And then there were so many other synchronicities. Like, we all had the same mutual friends in L.A. And when he first moved to L.A., um, around, was around the time that I moved to L.A., we are living a few blocks away from each other in Santa Monica. And he was like, I would go outside every night and look up at the stars and just ask where you were. And you were right there. Oh. And he was like, what took me so long? Like, what took me so long? And I was like, no, it's perfect. The, per- the timing is perfect. A hundred percent. But he just says like the most beautiful things without even realizing that they're beautiful. Like I always poke him and like touch him to make sure he's real. I'm like, are you a real person? <laughs> And I was just laying in bed actually like two nights ago. And I was like, I just don't understand how I created you. Like a love that feels so safe. Like I've never known this was even possible. Like, how did I do this? And he just looked at me and he was like, well, you're a really good painter.
0: Oh, that is so beautiful. You have to put that in your book.
1: A hundred percent. Like conversations can be poetry. Oh, I feel like my life is just one living like art piece like that's my goal is to just make my life my art
0: I think that's exactly what you're doing good good oh my god what (laughs) thank you for that confirmation it's true what an amazing (laughs) love story yeah yeah so you came here now you're here you're in love life Mm -hmm. is
1: amazing so good it was just like he had all the pieces that I was weaker in and I had all the pieces he was weaker in and like when we came together, it was just like full power, like total yeah.
0: force. Yeah. What's his sign?
1: So you're a Pisces He's an Aries.
0: He's an Aries. So it's
1: fire and water.
0: Yeah. So
1: we like clash good, for sure. But
0: sometimes. it's a good so balance. Yeah, it is. So his birthday must be coming up or I mm-hmm. just found It's on April nineteenth. Nice. Yeah. Wow. So what do you, got? what's your day-to-day life like here?
1: Okay, so we just found a new spot in Venice. Manifested it through mushrooms again. Amazing. I was actually like picking up mushrooms from my shaman. And I was like, yeah, I'm looking for a new place to move into in LA. And he was like, oh, well, my friend is doing a dieta in Peru. And like, she needs someone to watch over her house. And I was like, boom, we moved in. There's just like beautiful art on the walls. Like so much light, wood floors, like it's kind of four levels. Each level is kind of mini and it's all open and it's so beautiful. So I'm super grateful. That sounds
0: so nice.
1: Yeah. I usually wake up. Well, right now I'm super jet lagged because I was just in Bali.
0: Yeah. How are you even? functioning I'm better so now. Well. For the
1: first week back, I was like not even trying to fight it. <laughs> just, I tend to be like, I feel like sometimes too surrendered to my body. And I'm just like, you're tired. Like you can rest. That's good. Um, So I would go to bed at like 3 p.m. and then wake up at like 11 p.m. and then be up all night and just like work on my computer. But I don't know. There's something like so beautiful about being awake when everyone else is asleep. You're just like it's just you and it feels really good. So I was just kind of like chilling with it. Um, But I'm finally back. But I still wake up naturally pretty early like at five to six. That's early. Yeah. I get up and I've been every morning listening to these meditations by Joe Dispenza.
0: Me too. Really? Yeah. morning meditation. I've been doing oh my I God. just keep doing yeah. you are the placebo, that meditation I course. haven't listened
1: to that one. Okay. I do Please it. Every send me a link yes. to it. Okay. I've been doing the morning ones, and it's basically like you just feel your body in space, and then you imagine like your dream or your intention, like your most desired outcome, and you just like focus on the emotion that arises from that because emotions are the magnetic pole for our desires. Like you have to allow yourself to embody the feeling before the actual physical manifestation can come. So Ricky and I will like sit in meditation and listen to it together. And then I usually do yoga, like half-assed yoga for like 10 minutes where it's Uh like, I'm kind of doing yoga, but like not really, it's just like stretching. And then I'll drink a bunch of water I love kangen water. I have a kangen machine. And so I'll just like chug kangen water with rose like essence in it and then go up on the porch and just like journal out whatever I'm feeling or whatever I want to call in things I'm grateful for. Like writing every single morning is very grounding for me. It definitely puts me in my body. And then lately I've been going to um, ballet bar class. Nice. So it's like a dance fusion Um, strength building class in Venice and it's amazing Amazing.
0: that sounds good
1: Mm -hmm. it's like it works parts of your body that you didn't even know you had and so and it's so inspiring because there are women in there that are like 70 years old and in better shape than me so I'm like okay I can do this like yeah so starting my day off with movement is always super important and then I usually come home and make a big like smoothie bowl or breakfast and lately, I have been loving um, doing just, like, a scramble of veggies with, like, tempeh. I love making tempeh and roasting it in, like, maple syrup and yeah. cayenne pepper and coconut aminos. I'm
0: going to do that later. It, that like, tastes good. like candy. Um, yeah. And then,
1: like, with some quinoa and, like, mushrooms. I am a breakfast person. Like, I love big breakfast. Me too. Um, I've been doing, like, two big meals a day. And that, like, feels really good for me. And then in the afternoon, I'll just work on my computer and I will work on my app or um, send out notifications to people, write emails, make videos. I've been doing like lately video editing work for other people because it has helped me to like take the pressure off me. Like sometimes when I'm only making videos for myself, I can be such a perfectionist and like be so hard on myself. But if I'm editing footage of someone else, it's like, lets me still be creative without that need to attain like this perfect outcome um yeah so that's been helpful and then I love just going to the beach for sunset and watching the ocean and cuddling with Ricky having sex <laughs> it's good like I feel like day. life is good right now life so. sounds so mm-hmm. good
0: I like that yeah yeah I'm very inspired by your day like, Thank the you. <laughs> whole morning time is so important morning mm-hmm. routines mm-hmm. I love hearing people's morning routines every time I hear one I'm like I want to do that I want yeah. to do that
1: you have to send me that meditation I it will you send me
0: the morning one too cool so his meditations are kind of hard to find because yeah like scattered and they like kind of moment. throw you off
1: when you first listen to it because yes. you're like I don't know I'm used to fem- feminine yes. voices or like feminine energy and his voice is so like <laughs> like uh, and the music
0: is so like and then when you get into it though it is like yeah I was on a different planet this morning listening to You Are the Placebo how long is it? 45 minutes whoa it's long okay. I was in the bath and like my whole morning was floating bath. Yes. I love that yes good good I Self-care. just do
1: whatever I feel that's so good my body wants I've been trying to like get myself out of the house more so I'm grateful for this because I love my home so much we were just talking about how like important having a sanctuary is just a space you feel safe in. But sometimes I feel like I feel so safe in my home that it's so easy for me to just like not leave the apartment all day. So I I often never leave. Yeah. I love scheduling things or like even scheduling dates for myself. Like whether that's like going and just getting coffee or like going to Mm -hmm. a bookstore, going to a thrift store or like going on a beach walk or something just to like get me out of my comfort zone. I think it's important.
0: It -hmm. gets your mind into a different state where new ideas can flow through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did that this morning. So I can be so introverted that I'm just like, I'll just stay in my cozy little corner. (laughs) And then it's a shock to go outside. Mm -hmm. Like you're saying that shock from coming back to LA from Hawaii is the shock I feel every time I step outside. (laughs) In LA, I'm like, oh my God, people are honking. Venice is better, but it's
1: still conk. It's still like so different. It's jarring. Than what I'm used to. Yeah,
0: but it's nice to be in the center of things and so
1: many incredible people creating things. So many good people out here. Like I'm learning to love LA more every day. I feel like I was so resistant to it at first, but Ricky has opened my eyes up to like, truly how beautiful this place is. Like anything can happen here. Like LA was the catalyst for my entire life. Like it was the catalyst for my dreams. And so I'm like, I need to like speak nicer about LA. Like LA, I love you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I feel the same way. All right. Before we get into this episode, let's talk about our incredible sponsor, Cured Nutrition. So I am currently completely obsessed with Cured Nutrition CBD. I met their founder, Joseph, at an event several months ago. We really hit it off. Me and Jonathan chatted with him for a while. We learned all about Cured Nutrition, everything that Joseph and his brand are up to in Colorado. We learned about their mission and things that they're working to do as a brand right now and I just fell in love. You know that I only work with brands that I love from the inside out. So when it comes to the people behind the brand, when it comes to the product, how they source their ingredients, etc., I'm very, very picky. And CBD is everywhere right now. So you're probably wondering what makes Cured Nutrition different. And before I tell you, I just want to let you know you can use the code BLONDE as always for a great discount when you shop their website curednutrition.com. Definitely check out their mint tincture of CBD. It helps with sleep. It helps with pain. It helps with inflammation, helps to calm anxiety, um, helps to manage if you have a lot of pain in your body like I do. So what makes Cured Nutrition different is that they are very high quality Every batch of their product is third-party tested and subject to a multi-stage inspection to ensure they bring only the highest of quality products to the market. All of their products are sourced from organically grown hemp and tested for potency, purity, pesticides, and heavy metals, which is so important for a variety of reasons. They're a very transparent brand. So they oversee the entire process of their products from seed to sale. They spend so much time researching and testing everything before they put any product on the market. So some of their products that I love, obviously the mint tincture, I talk about it all the time. I take it every time I need a little easing of my anxiety and it also helps me sleep. I also love their Pain Balm. It's like a shea butter, kind of almost like a deodorant stick that you would rub on your body except for pain. And it's so amazing. I use it on my hands all the time since I have felt some a lot of pain in my hands from having Lyme disease being buried in my joints. Also, they are big on community and vision. They're a collective of heart-centered people. They are drivers of positive change and... They're just all about promoting a healthy regulation of the central nervous system. That's what CBD is for. So check out curednutrition.com. Use that code BLONDE. Know that they ship nationwide. They oversee everything. They're pure and potent. They even have food. They have tinctures. They have treats. They have everything you could ever want. So enjoy. Use that code BLONDE. Let me know what you get. Tag me on Instagram and have fun. It's one of those places where it can take you a long time to fall in love with it. But when you find your area and your people and Mm -hmm. the things that make you happy, it's the best place. I don't think I'd be able to live anywhere else because there's everything I could ever want or need.
1: Mm -hmm. It's like its own country. Like I feel like it's not even part of the US.
0: Yeah, it's different. It's Mm -hmm. a different kind of place.
1: So the only other place I think I could live would be Byron Bay.
0: Mm. Australia.
1: It's like I've never been. It's like the mix of Hawaii and LA. I feel that sounds like like headed. creative, like powerhouse, like so many creatives out there, but then nature, like everywhere. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. Raw that, nature. That type of combination is mm-hmm. my dream. I have to go there. You will. So let's talk about plant medicine. Yes. I too love plant medicine. Love mushrooms. have had so many eye-opening experiences. I did ayahuasca in January for the first time. I, I did it
1: in January for the first really? time. Really? Yeah. Tell me
0: about your experience. Whoa. I've actually
1: never talked about it before. No? So yeah. Are you comfortable 100%, talking about it? Okay. Let's hear it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. Okay. So I have been calling in Aya for the last like two years um, just because I've had friends that have done it and had just life-changing experiences. And I've witnessed their source of inner light just grow exponentially since um, journeying Mm -hmm. with Mother Ayahuasca. And so, yeah, I've been calling it in, but it's one of those things that like you'll know when it's right and it will find you like you don't have to go looking for it i think that's super important like for everything whether that's mushrooms or even like sometimes marijuana like if you're meant to take something it will make it so clear and i feel like sometimes people who rush the experience or like really try to seek it out it ends up ha- being not as positive as an experience because it didn't flow naturally and so yeah i've been calling it in and then I felt like a crazy pull to go to Australia in January. And I reached out to my friend, Sally, who lives out there, Sally Mustang. She's an amazing artist. I love you, Sally, if you're listening to this. And I just said, I'm feeling super called to Australia. I know you live out there. Like, do you have any tips or places I could stay? Um, Yeah, I just sent her a DM. And then she replied and she's like, actually, I'm having an eye ceremony on the 11th of January and I'd love to have you here.
0: And I was like, that's the same day that I did it. Are same, you weekend. Serious? <gasps> yes, oh my God. same weekend. Yes. The exact same weekend. Wow. That's powerful. And she
1: sent me photos of the place. I'll show you after the podcast, but it literally looked like kawaii. Like Australia is also very similar to Hawaii in like the way it looks um and it was this creek with just these like jungle ferns like everywhere like a swimming hole like these rolling hills and just looked like the perfect like so first experience heavenly. and i was like ah uh, yes like this every cell in my body was like yes and that's a big thing with intuition i think like You can tell what is your intuition based off how certain situations react within your body. Like if it gives you energy, it's probably a good decision. And if you feel like it's depleting or like exhausting, like it's probably not the right thing to do. And Mm -hmm. every ounce of my body was like, go. So I booked my ticket that day actually and flew out that night. Wow. Um, I tend to do that a lot with like traveling and planes. I'm always just like, make it happen. Let's go. And I got to the place and in like the week I saved with Sally, like a week leading up to it, and I was just very immersed in nature and like grounding, spending time away from my phone, like definitely integrating like into Australia. And I think that's also important if you have a ceremony coming up, like to really be in a meditative state when you go into it. Um, And so, yeah, I just was kind of getting back to my Hawaii roots and just hiking and going for walks on the beach and spending time with her pets. She has a beautiful dog and a bangle cat. So I was just like soaking up their love. And then we got to, um, the ceremony space, uh, in the jungle and the man leading it, his name is Darpan. And he is like one of the most enlightened beings I've ever met. Just like a pure embodiment of truth and love. And when you look into his eyes, it just feels like you're home. And he has such a, like, grandfather wisdom to him and just this like knowing presence of just like you're safe here and we set up for the ceremony so I actually helped set up for the ceremony which I think made it even more immersive for me like I cleaned the space and like set up the flowers and like help set up the instruments so I was like part of the whole process in a way because Sally was assisting and so I like kind of helped her assist And then we all sat down and I went up for my first cup and it tasted like almost like wine in a way. Like it tasted very sweet to me and a little bit bitter, but I didn't mind the taste at all. And then I sat down and immediately like, or not immediately, maybe it was like about a half an hour after taking the medicine, I went to the space of just infinity and I felt like there were all of these celestial beings surrounding me like trying to talk to me like they were so excited I was there and they were like it was almost like too overwhelming they were all like just like Claire Claire like oh my gosh you're here like, blah, blah, blah. and they were talking in like super high pitched voices and it was so overwhelming and I felt like so good like I literally experienced more pleasure and love than I've known in my entire life and I literally in the middle of the ceremony like go and I lay in the middle of the ground and I'm like can everyone put their hands on me like, I was like I'm freaking out like I need to feel the love of humanity like I just like I totally get that I did that like <laughs> in the middle of the ceremony and Sally like carries me outside and I'm just like laying under the stars like oh, seeing the bliss. stars for the first time yes, I felt yes. like, like I was like wait the sky right now has more white in it than black like <laughs> what have I been looking at this whole time like the sky is <laughs> amazing and I was just looking at the stars and Sally was out there with me. I was like, "Sally, you're my soul sister. Like, I love you so much." And she's like, "I love you." I was like, oh. "Is this normal? Is this okay?" Like, I feel so good. Like, part of me <laughs> literally thought I had ascended and I uh-huh. would be like that forever because it feels like eternity I felt that way, when you're yes. in that space. I was just like, "I'm done on Earth. Like, I'm in this space and this is amazing. And like, there are angels singing all around me, and I feel like I'm like in heaven." And then eventually I went back into the ceremony space and I just felt like the very essence of the divine feminine, like enveloped my entire body in like this blanket of love and warmth. And I just felt so safe and so at home, like it felt more real than life does now. Like it was the most real experience I've ever had and the medicine Kind of spoke to me and she was like, you've been in such a surrendered state of being for so long. So this journey will be easier for you than it is for other people. And I can kind of dance with you and you can like ask me questions and I'll show you things. And so I asked her first about Ricky because I still felt like there was like 1% of me that was like, is this the man I'm supposed to spend my life with? Like, is this right? Like there was still that tiny mm-hmm. percentage and she just showed me us together one day with our baby. And there was just like a veil of light around us and like So beautiful. I was just started crying. So I was like, I knew in that moment. And that was such confirmation for me because I was like pure truth. Like, hmm You can't bullshit with ayahuasca. Nope. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> definitely. Holy not. shit. Like, thank you, Jesus. Like, thank you, mushrooms. Like, yes. Um, and then I started thinking about cheetahs because I've always been obsessed with cheetahs since I was a little girl, like felt like such a crazy connection to that animal. And immediately my consciousness like went back to one of my past lives as a cheetah. And I was just racing through the African Savannah and like killed this gazelle and like brought it back to my babies and was like, literally felt my fangs and my teeth like sinking into the meat, like eating it. And it was like I literally was a cheetah.
0: Yeah, because that's so cool.
1: I like blurs the lines between past, present, and future, so your consciousness literally can travel in time and embody past memories. And so that was really beautiful. And then at one point, I went back to the womb, and I like felt my mom's hands on her like over me. Um, It was almost like I was in like a little glass ball. I could like feel my mom's hands around me and hear her heartbeat. And I just felt like so much love for my mom because she's an angel. Like my mom told me that the only reason she like married my dad was because she knew she had to give birth to me. So I feel like she in a way that gave up her life to create me. And she's been like getting her life back ever since they got divorced. But like, I just owe her so much. And like, I love her so much. And that love like got even deeper. Oh, and I was just like,
0: beautiful.
1: I love everyone. Like I felt such a deep love for humanity and just for human beings and how like we're a species with amnesia and we've forgotten who we are at our core and just like so much compassion for all people, like everywhere, like I felt compassion for like every mean YouTube comment I've ever gotten. Like I had all these memories come up of like, or being bullied in middle school. I was just like, I love you. Like I genuinely like love you so much because I know everyone is acting out of their own wounding and their own trauma and like nothing anyone does has anything to do with me. And every decision I've ever made in my life has been perfect. And the fact that it led up to like that moment of realization, I was just like, I've never made a mistake. Like mistakes don't exist. Everything is divine. It was just like knowing myself on such a deep level that I feel like nothing can really touch me anymore. Like, I feel like I know like my soul. So it's like stuff that used to get to me just can't as much. So that was the first night. And then we like all ate pumpkin soup and I like went to bed in this like teepee Woke up the next day and just like spent time in the river and like in nature. And then we had another ceremony the second night and this one was in a teepee. And I just think teepees are such a sacred structure, like their geometry and they're so ancient and so embedded into our DNA and our culture. And so this night was very powerful. And I did, I did two cups the first night. I think I did two or three the second night. And I was just meditating and like seeing jaguars and having all these powerful visions and like feeling so deeply into my body. Even when I was having these past life regressions, I was still very much in my body, which I feel like a lot of people might have out-of-body experiences where they like completely leave their body, but I haven't (laughs) experienced that. I was just like, grounded for the first time because my whole life I feel like I've been out of body and the medicine always gives you what you need so I feel like she like put me into my body for the first time I was just like whoa like I'm a human this is amazing (laughs) and then um so flashback real fast to New Zealand I met this woman in New Zealand on a nude beach when I was there and she told me that I am going to sing my mermaid song in this lifetime and she was like you need to sing like your purpose is actually to sing in this life. And you've been listening to earth for thousands and thousands of lifetimes so that you can sing back in this life you sing back. And I've had like other people tell me too, like, you need to be singing. Wow. We're halfway through the second ceremony and Darpan just like looks at me across the circle. He's like, you need to sing right now. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like he got a download that like uh-huh. I needed to sing. I was just like in the TV with like all these people I didn't know except for Mission and Sally. And I was just like, fuck it. Like, okay. And I just like start to sing. And like at first it was like, ah, ah, ah. and I was like opening up my throat chakra for the first time. Mm-hmm. And then like literally the most angelic voice came through me. Like, It didn't sound like my voice. It was like a voice I've never heard before. And she started speaking in tongues and like singing in other languages. And she like knew all the songs Darpan was singing. Oh my god! And I literally was swimming through like schools of fish and getting visions of me as a mermaid in Lemuria. And just like so, it was so powerful. And I literally couldn't stop singing. Like it literally felt like an orgasm in my throat. It was just like so opening on like a cellular that level that is
0: beautiful and I was just
1: like singing and singing for like hours and the ceremony wrapped up and everyone was just like what just happened like when I started singing so many people started purging and throwing up because I started like, you like transmuting energy 100 mm-hmm. so that was like my experience and it was by far the most like powerful thing I've ever done and I highly recommend it to anyone who feels folds t- towards it like yeah. Totally agree. Do you mm-hmm. think you'll do it again? Uh, I actually have.
0: Oh, you have? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I have done it with Ricky once. Yeah. And that was very How was powerful. it to do it together? So beautiful. Like, it was like seeing his soul, like on a level that I never have before. And he definitely like went through kind of a more intense journey um, than I did. And I did throw up that night because... I had like just flown back from Australia and I was kind of jet lagged and like a lot of stuff was like kind of out of balance in my body. And so the first time I did it, I didn't throw up at all. But the second time I did, but the second time it was very similar to the first, like the energetics that I felt, I did it with a shaman who doesn't have as much experience as Darpan. And that's something like the shaman does control the experience completely and so that experience my first one was so deep and this one like definitely didn't go as deep but it still felt like so like I felt so much self-love like that's a common emotion I feel when I'm in ceremony is I'm just like I love myself so much I'm just yes. sitting there like I love like I love myself like And I think I actually know what that means now. Whereas I have said before, like, oh, I love myself, but like, I didn't really know who myself was. And so I was loving like an illusion of self. Um, And yeah, just like sitting. And also another thing I've learned too in ceremonies, like the power of like breath and -hmm. sitting up straight, because some people will like lay down. And then that immediately, it's like you're cramping your energy cord and you like lose energy when you're laying down. So if you like, stay sitting up and keep your breath flowing you'll be able to sit up like all night and so that's another thing I've learned but yeah it was powerful as well
0: wow yeah I love hearing your journey thank you it was so your journey was so positive and so beautiful and Mm -hmm. it seems to me like you've had a lot of lives a lot of lives so you've learned a lot of things and this is your life too. Experience beauty. Mm -hmm. That's what I feel. Oh my gosh, I just got chills when you said that. To creatively express through singing, through painting, through photography, through poetry, all your different modalities to express that beauty to the world. Mm -hmm. And you already have an audience and a platform to do that with. It's amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was so liberating to share.
1: Like, I'm so great to hear it. Yeah, I know that will help a lot of people. Definitely. It just like taught me to believe in magic again, which like I have always believed in magic, like, and definitely mushrooms, taking mushrooms leading up
0: your cat is like (laughs) going crazy. Literally climbing the window.
1: (laughs) Like mushrooms opened the door to my mind completely. Like I like mushrooms. I love you mushrooms. Like, thank you so much. And I definitely feel like taking mushrooms before taking ayahuasca Helps. Good
0: idea, right? Oh, that's such a good idea! I, like that's what I I've been telling people. I can't
1: imagine like never taking any plant medicine and I then going think you into can ayahuasca. Go into I would like,
0: ayahuasca. I think it's far too intense. A hundred percent. Like I you should do the Terence McKenna dose of like yeah. at least five
1: grams of mushrooms, like in a safe space before you take ayahuasca. Yes, like
0: to just open your mind to psychedelics and what else is out there. I can't imagine going straight into ayahuasca. I know that some people do, Mm -hmm. but like you're saying, ayahuasca calls you when you're meant to be trying her and to be journeying with her. And if not, you probably won't be interested. So people listening, you'll know if there's a right time, when there's a right time. I had heard about it for years before. I felt like it was something that I wanted to do for myself. But when that time came, it was amazing. I can't wait to go back. And I was supposed to actually go back this past weekend, but I was so sick. I couldn't do it. And I knew that my body was just in a state of mm-hmm. such like, like you're saying, when you were jet lagged and you had a different experience and you threw up, I was already, I was like coming off of having the flu, had hives. And I knew that the experience Yet. would be quite different. So it's going to be a couple more months for me, but I cannot wait to go Because it'll back. heighten like whatever state you're in. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I think it would have been the dark night of the soul. It mm-hmm. would have been so hard and it would have been bad. It would have been, that would have been a great thing to experience, but I was not ready. Well, so, I have you no. Know, when you a lot of friends in LA who
1: like know shamans,
0: so I can connect you. Yes, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. I love the group that I did it with. Um, I'll be doing it as as long as my health is good in May. Beautiful. I'm just I know that May will come so soon, but I'm so ready. Like listening to you share your experience, I'm now wishing it was like tomorrow Mm -hmm.
1: another thing too is i went into the first night with the intention of seeing myself through the eyes of love and we all shared it was like because darpan has done like thousands of ceremonies so we all like he knows what he's doing and so before we started like everyone shared their intention and a lot of people's intentions were like more dark just because i think some people have had darker experiences with aya that like people create that also for themselves so i think Going into it with a positive intention, if that feels right for you, is super powerful. Totally. Um, going into it with a loving intention because that will heal anything. Like, love will heal
0: anything already. Like, you don't have to dig and dig mm-hmm. it yourself. So true. You're so wise. You were so wise beyond your years. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> and for everybody listening who's probably wondering your human design, you're a manifester. Yes. And of course. Will you tell me about that? Because yes. i actually never,
1: like my mom just told me I was a manifester, but I don't actually know what that means.
0: Oh, I love that she figured it out and that she did. The fact that your mom knows about human design is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's five different types. There's manifestors, manifesting generators, Generators, reflectors, and projectors. So manifestors are the second most rare type to reflectors. I only know probably like three manifestors in actuality. So knowing you is awesome. And I'm not surprised that you're a manifestor because manifestors are the one type who are able to whatever you can dream up in your mind You can grasp it into your reality, and everybody can do that. Everybody has the access to do that. But manifestors, you can do it with any strategy. You don't have to talk to someone about it first. You can talk to someone about it first. Like there's no way to go wrong. Mm -hmm. Like you can just do it. And the way that you exchange energy with the world is by like constantly creating and expressing and manifesting and inspiring other people to do that and that's just going to keep you in your flow and keep you creating more and more so manifestors are so powerful you guys don't get easily exhausted the way that like reflectors projectors we to go out into the world um we get like generated by other people's energy so Mm -hmm. like right now like as a non-energy being, as a reflector and you a manifester, I'm like, you're kind of generating my energy, but you don't, don't have that. Like you'll just leave here and you'll still be powering yourself. And I'll be like, oh, that was a great conversation. Like I need to (laughs) lay down. I'm going to take a nap. (laughs) Exactly. And that's not to say that reflectors, projectors are like tired people who Mm -hmm. don't have energy it's just the way that we interact with the world is totally different for sure and you're
1: definitely an empath too which i am as mm -hmm. well so i feel you yes
0: yes and i see that in you yeah so human design is just a blueprint for living life with your with your soul with your most aligned self so it's nothing to be like oh, I'm a manifester. So that means I can't do this, 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 and this. It's totally not like that. It's just what your strength is. Mm-hmm. And Ricky is a
1: generator. And so Ooh. it's like really fun to be with him because he helps me put my dreams into action yes. even faster. Yes. He's just like, oh, you want to build an app? Like, I'll build it. We'll make it totally. happen totally." like week. <laughs>
0: I'm like, Jonathan's oh, cool. a generator too. And it's so nice. Like, yeah, generate me. I will follow you anywhere. <laughs> like, I need that type of energy. 100%. So tell us about your app. Speaking of the app.
1: So it's in the beginning stages right now. And I feel like I had so much resistance to releasing it at first because I was like, ah, it's like not perfect, but I'm starting to get over that because I know nothing will ever live up to my standards and I just have to like do it anyways. Totally. So yeah, my intention with it was just to create a safe space for human connection online. Like A space I wish I'd have when I was younger because a lot of my following is a lot younger. They're in like high school. And so having just a space to connect with like-minded people, to share their art, um, to talk about what's on their heart and mind in like a container. And the app also has like journaling prompts online. And so you can just go into the app and do the morning coffee journal where it like asks you to set your intention for the day, and like checkoffs and self-love things before you leave the house. And then the evening tea one is like reflection and relaxation and like tuning your mind for sleep and just with like thought-inspiring prompts that I've created. And there's also a black hole section to just release any negative energy that's in you because you all have it. I know there's so much focus on like positive affirmations and all that, but sometimes you have to let the shit out. And so the black hole is a space where you can just like type anything that you want, any vicious thoughts that are attacking you. I feel like I used to be bullied by people like when I was in middle school and high school, but now I'm like just bullied by my own thoughts. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's good to release those. Totally. And um, yeah, it's been like the favorite one for people and it's completely anonymous. Like I don't read your responses. And so it's just like a place for people to kind of let go and spill out whatever they need to there's meditations and recipes in the app, and this year I want to like update it because right now I built it through a software called BuildFire, and so there are just certain limitations with that. It's like building a website through a comp, like through Squarespace or something. Like there are certain things you can't do because it's through someone else. So I want to like revamp it and make it even like easier to interact with. But yeah, it's been amazing.
0: Sounds incredible. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to use it. I mean, these ideas just flow through you and you create them. So cool. It's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So if you were a color, what color do you feel best represents your energy? I don't know if this...
1: Oh, okay.
0: I was going to say like the color of the ocean
1: because it reflects all colors yes um but i feel like that's kind of a cop-out answer <laughs>
0: not really no for sure so For sure. you
1: i feel like right now if i actually had to pick a color for my energy in this moment it would be like orange yellow mm. like golden kind of tone yeah I like yeah i, like I feel that very like i feel like my energy is coming back like after jet lag and like this yes. is very energizing and yeah, like good things are happening right now. I'm recording like new songs. And oh my so, gosh! So you yeah. really are
0: going down the singing path. I am. What yeah. are you not doing? It's incredible. <laughs> so are you going to release music like I, just to I your want community? To release an EP, or? Um, oh my gosh. Like
1: a mini album this year or next year? But yeah, my friend Kevin Paris. Um, I've written some other songs with him, like Coffee, and then we did a cover of Taylor Swift's Never Grow Up, and he's like amazing. Musicians. So, so we've been making
0: songs together. Oh my gosh. And you're working on a poetry book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, poetry. So, of all the things that you do, do you have a favorite, like a favorite um, mode of expressing yeah, yourself? Yeah,
1: definitely. I feel like it does fluctuate and change right now. It's singing for sure. Because I feel like I have been doing like video photography work um, for so long that now it's like singing is so new. For me, an uncertain that it's like, ooh, and I love it because I can like tie my writing into my it's yeah. almost like singing brings your poems to life.
0: Yeah. Um, definitely. And so it's like tying those two together. So cool. Mm-hmm. And do you have any mentors or teachers? Ooh, one of
1: my like biggest teachers was actually Wayne Dyer. I don't know if you know him. Yeah. Of but course. I back after um, the Moon Goddess painting and all of that. I Before I moved to Hawaii, I moved to my first apartment that I've had to myself in Santa Monica. And the first like check I got for my painting was the exact amount of the deposit. So it was just like a very wow. aligned experience. And then when I moved in there, I just started like, I feel like I've learned about consciousness through experiencing it on my own. Like things will happen. And I'm like, what was that? And then people are like, oh, that's manifestation. I'm like, what? I've never heard of that. Like I've never... I never, like, read books about it or stuff. Like, it would just happen. And then I would uh, kind of research it in reflection after. So I started doing research and I found Wayne Dyer. And I he had this one um, speech where he just talked about, like, enough and how, like, so many people wait till they have enough to do things. But, like, enough doesn't exist because it's in your perception of what you already have. And that was really powerful for me because so many yes. people, like allow their potential to be determined by the contents of their current reality and they're like oh i won't like do this till i have this or like have this security or have this but it's like you're always going to be in the same position if you're always in the same position right and so yeah wayne dyer like opened my mind up to a lot and then um michael singer who wrote the untethered soul that book was like a catalyst for my awakening for sure like some books just like hit you like power of now like kind of hit me and i feel like i should reread it cuz i read it like when i was in high school uh-huh. and i like, i don't think i was ready for it but the untethered soul was like that so powerful book is next level in it's every amazing. Single way i just like love how he like talks about your mind like a roommate
0: i know i need to reread it actually i read it in bali last year and it was just quite the life-changing every single word Mm -hmm. I want to have him on this podcast oh 100% yes when anybody asks me who would be like the top dream guest it's Mm -hmm. him and I feel like that's doable so doable have you read the surrender experiment yes yeah that's what kind of got me even deeper with Mm -hmm. him because he just lives that out in his life That's something Ricky said to you once. He was like, we should
1: try just for a week just to see what happens. Say yes to every opportunity that comes and just see where it leads us. Just just try it as an experiment for one week because the universe is always like speaking to you.
0: Yeah. So I was like, hmm. I think it's a good idea. I think the more opportunities that you get, the more options for opportunities, the harder it is to say yes to everything. And then the more... And then it kind of, I think sometimes holds you back from saying yes to yourself. For sure. But for a week, yes. That Mm -hmm. is such an awesome experiment. Mm -hmm. You have to let us know if you do it. I will. I definitely will. So cool. So um, tell everyone where they can find you. Ooh, okay. So you can find me on
1: Instagram under Plantiful Soul or you can find me on YouTube under Claire Michelle. And then my website is just plantifulsoul.com. And then I'm also on SoundCloud it's Plantiful Soul. Spotify is Claire Michelle. I'm on iTunes too. So yeah. Amazing. Listen, to yeah so listen to her music that makes me so. Everyone, listen to
0: her music. And what is your tip for everyone listening who wants to set their soul on fire?
1: Ooh. I think one of my biggest tips, and this is also for myself, but I think the gap between your present self and your future self can be closed through doing all the little things that you keep putting off every day so like when you wake up in the morning and look at your phone right away like you know that's something you shouldn't be doing but you do it anyway because like our bodies are conditioned out of habit which joe dispensa talks a lot read the book becoming supernatural it'll change your life i'm in the Um, middle of
0: reading it right now yeah like don't leave your kitchen
1: a mess when you go to bed like clean up after yourself like learning that one <laughs> there's so much power in like ti- doing tiny little things for yes, yourself throughout yes. the day and some people are like oh I have to like make this huge decision like right yeah I definitely made a big decision in like going to LA when I was 18 but that decision was fueled by like the tiny little self-love practices I did like leading up to that and so yeah so that you were able to be in touch
0: with your intuition mm-hmm. exactly don't underestimate the power of the little things that is such a good tip. Yeah. Such tangible advice. Well, I'm so glad that you were here and that we did this. This Me was too. so fun. Everyone go amazing. check out her music and all of the different art that you, you put into the world. Thank you so much, Jordan. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this Best of the Show episode. I'm so happy to be able to release some of these episodes with our very inspiring guests. And I know some of these are solo episodes. So whichever you just listened to, I hope that you enjoyed and I hope that it served you well on your path and left you feeling inspired to live a more soul on fire life. So please, if this show served you or inspired you, I would be so honored if you would leave a rating and review in iTunes, if you have time this week or time, And if you send me a screenshot to Jordan at TheBalanceBlonde.com, I will send you a free gift as a thank you. Also, please join us in our Soul on Fire podcast tribe on Facebook. Be sure to check out and support our sponsors of the show, which can be found in the show notes. We have some amazing sponsors of this show, from Four Sigmatic Mushroom Coffee, to Cured Nutrition CBD, to Hum Nutrition Beauty Supplements. So these are things that I take every single day, that I want everyone to know about. So definitely check out all of those discount codes that you can find in the show notes because this is stuff that I want you to enjoy to the fullest and use in your life and also get those special discount codes. So thank you so much for being here. I'm already so excited to come back with new episodes after my hiatus and I hope that me putting myself first during this season of my life my life will inspire you to do the same in your life, whatever you are dealing with or going through. And if you're more interested to hear about my time off and my hiatus, I have a solo episode all about it that you can find. I believe it is... Let's see here, episode 156. So enjoy that if you haven't listened yet and have an amazing soul on fire day. I love you. I'm so happy that you're here. And just know that when I am re- ready to be back, I will be back with bells on and can't wait to connect then. I love you guys. You can also find me on Instagram. I'm not currently taking an Instagram hiatus. So you can find me at the Balanced blonde there. And let's connect. Have an amazing day.